The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. All right, everybody, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. We're talking to the people in the trenches. Okay, I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, and today we're going to discuss how the hell you need to think about your Amazon strategy. Harky Group is a new group. We have five agencies. We're looking for more agencies. We're looking to build or buy agencies that make sense for brands. We want to be the independent agency home for brands searching for solutions. So again, super proud of the Harky Group. Go check out, you know, we got Matter Films. We got OH Partners. We got all these specialized and full service agencies in our little group. We're independent. We have no private equity. We have no public money. We, we are indie to the max. So let's get into it. So I'm super excited. We got Will Hare, who is the co-founder and CEO at Bellavix, which is a top 25 Amazon certified advertising agencies, which helps brands scale their business through an omni-channel approach. And today we're going to discuss what you should be thinking about in terms of your Amazon strategy. All right, we're just going to jump into it. Will Hare, co-founder and CEO of Bellavix. What's up, brother man? What's up, Scott? I'm pumped to be here and excited to talk about my personal favorite topic, all things Amazon. Yeah, it's uh, Amazon is a small little company and uh, they've obviously changed the game. We had a chance to talk a little bit beforehand. I've got a ton of questions on Amazon, so we're we're just going to dive into it. It is such a big channel for marketers. I've talked a lot about the rise of D2C brands and the return on ad spend, certainly in social channels. And then Amazon became such a hot thing. And obviously, it still is. And some people use agencies. Some people try to do it themselves. I've certainly been an agency that have always partnered with Amazon agencies. So what do you think is missed with brands? How is working with an Amazon agency helpful for brands, clients, agencies? What do we need to know? I mean, it's a giant channel. I know it can be overwhelming. But yeah, let's just just help us break it down. And I'll just leave a kind of blank canvas and just paint away, brother. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, first off, Amazon is, is a behemoth, like, you know, small company out of Seattle. But I mean, let's be real. It's, it's one of the largest companies in the world. And to give you some perspective, like if you sell products, roughly, give or take, 50% of e-commerce is happening on Amazon, specifically Amazon. That's not the digital space. That is a lot of eyeballs on that website. I think in the US, we're up to 80 million Prime members, that's a nice little little audience size. And then even more interesting in terms of like search habits and, and people's behavior, 60% of product searches start on Amazon. So when we're hearing about your brand, when we're exposed to you, social media, wherever that intersection is where you're introducing your brand to customers, you better believe that they're going on Amazon, 
They're leaving reviews, they're checking out videos, and they're deciding, is this a good product fit for, for the problem I'm trying to solve? So Amazon, it's a necessary evil. And until uh, it's toppled, until that, uh, that monopoly is a bit spread out, you know, they have, there's a lot of influence and there's a lot of opportunity. And then that's, that's, that's the Amazon world. For new brands, yeah, totally, man, I mean, 80 million, you're talking about 80 million prime subscribers in, in the U.S.? In the U.S. alone. So that's wow. not even worldwide. I think they're up to I mean, like, what? I might be misquoted, but I think like 250 million was uh, the latest Feedvisor report, which came out in 2022. So it's substantial. You know, it's a lot, lot of influence uh, for one company. Yeah. And, and a lot of times people just thought Amazon was where you sell stuff. I think it's one of the better ad platforms out there, uh, yeah. of course, which I'm sure we're going to dive into that. But for a, a newer brand, is Amazon a test channel? Is it a scale channel or is it a make money channel or is it all three? It's all three. To be honest with you, it varies depending on what you're trying to do. So like if you are, I'll give you a couple of scenarios. Like if you're trying to prove out uh, your MVP on a product and the product is something that's maybe less brand agnostic, Amazon has the audience. So if you want to sell garlic presses and yours does some things better, you know, you can, you know, it's a platform you can test it out. In terms of uh, profitability, it can be profitable in terms of, um, depending on your fulfillment method, depending on your brand equity, depending on your advertising strategy, depending on the margins of your product. So like, there's a lot of variables, but uh, I mean, most companies that are on Amazon are profitable to some degree. Expenses are going up. The business model had changed. Like since 2020, Amazon's out of the warehousing space and the new fees that are being implemented starting January 17th. So we have our, you know, we had our Q1 to Q3 fees and Q4, everything bumps up your storage, your your fulfillment fees, all that fun stuff. And then it usually comes back down in Q1. They've changed the fee model. It's coming down and it's, it's still going to be a little higher than what it was before. But they're also putting in these punishments, which may not be the right word, but incentives that if you're not moving inventory in 90 days, you're paying more fees. 180 days, you're paying even more fees. So you can see like the business model of Amazon is transitioning a bit. And they want products that move because they know they have the audience. So a lot of when it comes to launching a brand, the you're, you know, there's two. Are we growing or are we being profitable? Like that's the two, no matter where you are, that's that's where we operate on Amazon. So depending on what your goals are, you can operate in either category. Where are people that like you meet 10 customers and, and they're looking at Amazon agencies and, and looking at their business model within an Amazon channel? Is there a common theme of where people are getting it wrong? Yeah, a lot of it. So I'll give you a couple scenarios. So like typically what we'll find is like a business is doing really well in wholesale. They have some direct-to-consumer sales and somebody on the D2C team in some type of sales capacity took over Amazon because it seemed like a good opportunity. Maybe they were approved by an Amazon vendor rep and decided to get on vendor. And then what we see is somebody who self-taught themselves on some pretty sizable brands. Like I've worked on some national accounts that you get in there and you're like, you're lucky you guys have brand equity because I have no idea how you would be making money any other way. So it's definitely, it can be challenging for sure, but... I mean, is it the ad spend and buy setup? Is it the reviews? Is it as a rookie, someone who's not familiar with the channel setting it up? 
where have you seen a lot of the gaps? Is it just all over the yeah. board? Is it the searchability, the reviews, how they're listing and the photos exactly. of the product? All yeah. of it, right? All the little... Yeah, all, all of the above. And also not understanding SEO, not understanding how to structure. A lot of times too, when brands who have some brand equity and they hit stagnation, so like we can't get sales any higher, it's usually because they fully leverage pay-per-click, the bottom of the funnel, and they're getting increased competition coming on the platform. So like what a lot of brands do is like you can drag your brand to one to $1.5 million a year pretty easily on Amazon over, let's just say 18 months for argument's sake. Like that's in the realm of possibilities, depending on a few scenarios. But the challenge is like when you say saturate that, say that again, I'm, I missed that. I want, I want to make sure our viewers understand that. Say, say yeah. what you talked about again from one to 1.8. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. So generally from like a dollar to 1.2, in 18 months, you can drive that with the proper investment. Like that's not crazy. That's setting up the listing because a lot of e-commerce happens. So that's setting up your SEO properly, putting in a basic PPC strategy that's targeting the funnel. How much does it cost to acquire somebody who's been exposed to your brand? How much is yep. it supposed to acquire somebody who's in, in market for your product? So, so what you're saying is you can set things up and get a 20% lift pretty easily from where someone is today versus where they could be tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times uh, it comes in and it's like aligning your SEO and advertising strategy and starting to build audiences using full funnel tactics. And because we're a certified agency, we have a seat in Amazon's DSP programmatic platform. So a lot of that's like merging a few different strategies, but driving driving bottom line sales is the name of the game. Okay. how in, I've seen a bunch of... And I don't know if I should be asking this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of different pricing models in the space. Generally, what should people be looking for? What are some watchouts? Because it, it sounds like building an Amazon special team, you have to be a pretty sizable brand with the right talent. And in this world of talent shortages, especially on the digital side, as we all know, is, is tough. You're, you know, a challenger brand and you're making the decision, you know, we're going to outsource Amazon. What should people be looking for? And I typically don't ask a lot of people on this podcast this type of questions, but given the category and the hotness of the category and the newness of the category and a lot of different agency sizes out there in Amazon and so many different pricing models, it's still not a super mature, I think, agency model. Do you have any guidelines for people I've seen? fees and ad spend based on commission. I've seen fees based on sales. I've seen a mixture of the two. Do you have any recommendations for our, you know, like our marketing directors or VPs of marketing hiring Amazon agencies for their challenger brand? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, a fantastic question too. You're going to get a lot of questions on the pricing model. So a few models I see it is obviously percent of spend. We don't do that. But the incentive for us and the way we've always looked at that is like it's incentivizing the wrong behaviors because if you're incentivizing spend, it may not always be in the brand's best interest. But we know a lot of specifically advertising agencies that run that type of model. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. It varies anywhere from 3% to, to 15% depending on the product, the category, the quality of service. But generally what we see is like if they can't sell your product, then same thing, there's a there's the wholesale model too where you sell your product to a third party and they just do the whole thing like a Carbon Beauty is a brand that does this in the beauty space that we see a lot of brands go to. It's great if you're just getting in because you don't have to worry about the platform at all. They're going to set up the account and follow best practices. They work on some type of wholesale model. So if you're already doing a wholesale model, they'll somehow fit into that. I don't know the details of that model. But some of the drawbacks and what we've seen and how we've been able to acquire brands is like generally 
if the products don't sell, if they don't have a lot of brand equity, they're not putting a lot of effort into it. So what you'll find outside of your top selling product is a neglected catalog, a catalog that might have fulfillment issues, a catalog that might not be properly optimized for SEO. And so then you're left with an asset that's really not firing on the on full full funnel. But the benefit is, is somebody else is managing it. So whatever people are going there and searching for your brand, someone's there. And then the, the final model, I guess our model is more of like a fixed price model and we charge on the number of SKUs. Uh, we kind of have a personalized service. So it's very, it's based on the unique challenges of the brands, how many platforms and marketplaces we're in. So we do the US, but we also do all of Canada, Europe, Mexico. So we're expanded. There's different advertising strategies. There's different costs if we're doing translation services. So those are, but those are the models and the fixed. So it's the fixed, it's the percent. And then we also see some people do like split in sales or something along those lines where um, they'll get a commission based on sales. I see a lot of smaller agencies do that. And it's a great way to maybe jump onto a rockstar agency before they get off the ground. But what a lot of times we'll see is that the person in that model, when they start making more money elsewhere, their attention goes elsewhere. And in the long run, it ends the neglected account. So we prefer the fixed model. We charge a fair fair price for services delivered and allows us to pay our people well and deliver optimum services. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting how people get into different parts of the agency specialized service businesses, right? You have the distrib- distribution company model. You have the digital ad agency model, right? You have a mix of the two. Uh, you have kind of the Amazon specialty model where people that were working at Amazon go start their own deal, right? But I'm a big fan of fixed fees and fixed pricing. That That's how we do a lot of things at our agency. But you, depending on size, I, I love how you broke that down. I think it really helps people think about what their needs are and what sort of behavior you want to incentivize and what the pitfalls could be. I've seen so many people luck out on like that up and coming agency right early. And then they get hot and their talent goes to other accounts and then things cool off, right? And people are like, what the hell? Or vice versa, you hire some in-house badass, they crush it and then they leave and onto the next brand. And you're like, shit, you know, Jeff was amazing and now he's gone and we haven't been able to hire anyone in-house like a Jeff that was born. So yeah, the the talent matters and the timing matters. So that's really helpful. Here's what we're going to do. I want to end at 15 minutes because I want to stay on time and I want to... We have a lot more Amazon things to talk about. In fact, I'll look at my little cheat sheet here. And uh, people, you also, if you know, listen to the podcast quite a bit, you know, we, we jump around and the titles, we may think we were going one way, but <laughs> I'm going to listen for those nuggets of like how we can quickly get better at our jobs. And the only way I can judge if this podcast is working on other than two reviews I just received, which were really bad, <laughs> is am I learning, right? Am I a student of the game? And are we are we learning together? So that's what we're going to keep doing. So that wraps up this episode of The Rebrand. Big thanks to Will Hare, co-founder, CEO, Bellavix for joining us. Okay, so in part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, we're going to discuss what brands succeed on Amazon. I want to dive into what specific brands are doing it right, because that's how we're definitely going to learn and give us those case studies. If you can't wait till our next episode, you want to reach directly out to Will. I think I might, because the dude knows his shit. His LinkedIn profile is going to be in our show notes, company website at bellavix.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-V-I-X.com. One show note thing I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to the podcast, head over to therebrandpod.com. We'll have all the summaries and 
all the episodes and all the info of our guests. We're going to do it all for you. A little cheat sheet for you. Just go to the website. Um, I think I might take the cheat sheet to the next level where we take like the top two insights from each show. And we're just going to give you the cheat sheet. I'm a, I'm a big cheat sheet guy. So you can also subscribe. We just hit almost 4,000 subscribers last week. And we're super young. I'm really proud of that number. That's what it is really about is are we building a community of marketers and are we learning? So that's that's the KPI I'm looking for is subscribers. So if, if this is adding value to your life and making you better at uh, the world of marketing, uh, please subscribe. Of course, you can always reach out on social. We're on all the shit. I'm not going to go through it. Um, you can find me at Scott Harkey on pretty much anything. Twitter, I guess I'm, I'm a little different. It's Sharky AZ. Reach out, connect. Love, again, we're building that community of marketers. If you haven't subscribed, you want daily stream, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And uh, we'll be right back in the business feed. It makes it easy. You can, you can have lots of subscribers on all the shit you care about. So I've gone into that before. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, next time, remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 